2: back to the Charlie Tuna Show, presented by Ameren, Illinois, on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com.
0: We'd like to remind everybody, too, about the new pasta house here in Kirkwood, right next to the 590 Studios. They're open for lunch at 11 o'clock. Seven days a week. Food is fantastic. Once again, last week I got the Mamatucci meatballs spaghetti. They give you two big meatballs. They look like the baseballs in the All-Star Game. And then they give you zucchini. Nice salad. Last night I got the pork chops.
2: Joe, you ever had the pork chops? But is, uh, pork chops are great. That's my Sorry, favorite. But if you're, since you were speaking about lunch, if you want to eat something that's not going to make you too heavy and tired, uh-huh. The cauliflower crust pizza oh. I had it last night, really good. Really, I had it with pepperoni and mushrooms. The cauliflower—you can't even tell it's cauliflower—but it's super light. You don't feel bloated like you just ate a bunch of pizza. Keto friendly, yes, it, and it was very good. Get yeah, yeah, I'm crispy. It was perfect. look God, Tastes really just awesome. like regular pizza. I love that pork chop dinner with a little oil, butter, and garlic pasta and the salad on the side. It is terrific, terrific
1: stuff over there at Pasta House Company.
0: Yes, and day We're going to have fun tonight. Going to Country Club Bar and Grill, which I go to practically every night. Meet people. See, one thing I do, I network 24-7.
1: You're out there with the public. I have to say that, Charles Tuna.
0: You're out there no matter where. I I always meet people. I've met 60% of my advertisers in person at a bar or restaurant talking. In some places I go, I won't lie, I don't even... Buy drinks, which I I don't like to take drinks all the time. For yeah. Are we ready? Yeah. No answer. Complete. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, okay. I probably got a new phone. We got a new phone system. New right. board, all that stuff's new. All that stuff. All right,
2: Joe knows how to operate. We got so. a new
0: vo- we got a new board system.
2: No, the phone lines just keep messing up every oh. now and then. So I I just redirected and used my third option. My God, got a third option. <laughs> it's his show. He knows what, <laughs> he's, what doing. he's
0: doing. I'm just visiting. That's right. Let's go to my guest line. This young man doesn't get enough credit uh, of all the high school coaches in the history of the state of Missouri. He has more of his ex players to go to the NBA than any ex coach in the state of Missouri. Plus, he may have two more going this year. And he's going to tell you they're always his players. Always, not, not right. ex players. No, no sir, that's right. Mm-hmm. They're always his players because they call him for advice. The new head coach of Hazelwood Central High School, Coach Calvin Lee. What's up, Coach?
2: What's
3: going on, Charlie? How you doing, brother? All right. How you been doing? I'm doing good, man. I just, just just had a hip replacement, so I've been out for about two and a half weeks, just got cleared, and I'm good to go now.
0: All right. We're also joined by my co-host, uh, Tom Wiley. Okay. Hey coach. Hey, how you doing, brother? Good, good. Let's let's talk about your start. I first met you. We were talking. What's my guy that from West Virginia, Charlie Spoon? I was friend that's gotten in a little trouble. Bob Huggins. Bob Huggins. Oh, Huggins. Bob, Bob, I met Bob you Huggins. with Bob Huggins one night downtown. You remember that? Phone line. Hello. Are you there? Okay, okay. You there? we can hear you now? Go ahead.
3: Yeah, I met you. Whenever. It's been a while back, Charlie. But, again, I've been knowing you for a while, man. You're, you're a man of integrity, and I just love coming on your show, man. But, again, um, back to what you were saying about the NBA, I was just out and about with a good friend of mine, Doug Taylor, who's my assistant coach mm-hmm. at I for 16 years. Mm-hmm. And we were sitting there watching the Summer League in Vegas. And Tyler Cook – Got a chance to make the Milwaukee Bucks, and also I think Uri Collins, who was with me in St. Mary's, got a chance to be with go the Golden State Warriors now.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So it's just a pleasure watching those guys on TV, paving their way. You
0: know what I mean? How many, ex- how, many day, how many players will be? League? How many players have you had now that are in the NBA? Can you name them all?
3: David Lee, Bradley Bill, Jason Tatum and Tyler Cook. Wow! <laughs> and now all hopefully, those. Pr- hopefully, hopefully,
0: and prayerfully, Yuri Collins will make
3: the Golden State Warriors.
0: Mm-hmm. Now you're going. Let's. I'm gonna backtrack a little bit. And Tom, please join it. Sure. You're going over to a school now, Hazelwood Central, in North County, which has an. Abundance, used to abundance of football and basketball talent. Have you uh, had any camps yet? I plan on having a
3: camp, a back-to-school camp in the next couple of weeks, and I'll let you know what it is right now. Because, again, I got to I got up to a late start. I got a job late, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I've yet to sit down with my AD and map out my vision for the program yet. I want to have a camp, back to school camp, for the kids in Hazelwood.
1: Now, Coach, will that camp, will that camp entail you like giving the the whole program and all the athletes coming in like the once over? Are, are you familiar with some of the kids that are coming back?
3: Yes, I am. Travis Green Jr. is uh, my, the leading scorer returning, and Mike Nunley is a point guard is going to be a junior. He's got. He's got a chance to be. Both of those kids got a chance to be really good.
1: So you're just looking to add to them and trying to see what kind of talent you've got out there that you can cultivate to make Hazelwood a a power once again.
3: Oh no doubt. I just got to keep. I got to keep my kids at home. <laughs> and I want to do it for the younger kids as well. Those grade school, middle school kids, and keep those kids get get to get to know them and they get to know me.
0: Guest tonight, Coach Calvin Lee. Coach, that means you've met. Some are all the time, all time great college coaches. Can you name the ones you've met to come recruit for you from you? I'm sorry,
3: they come recruit my kids. Yes. Hey, my favorite was uh, Coach Kate. Coach, Coach Kate, Coach K, Calipari, Izzo, is a who's who man. Ben Donovan,
2: you name it, Dad. I've had it, my hands on with those guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coach Lee, how has the uh, the transfer portal affected? How uh, colleges are going to recruit 18-year-old kids out of high school.
3: Well, me personally, I think it it hurts the high school kids. Unless you're one of those top 100 kids in the country, ESPN top 100s, the other kids get hurt because of the portal. Uh, And Division 2, Division 3 schools are benefiting from that portal.
1: Hmm. Coach, you you just mentioned a, a, a plethora of, of coaches that you've been uh, intertwined with. Have you ever been? And I've asked you this, I think, before. But have you ever been offered to go and coach at a different level?
3: My, I would say when David Lee was in high school. Okay. And uh, Shaka Smart at the time was an assistant coach with Billy Dunneman at Florida. Mm. And he was assigned to recruiting David. So he came in to watch David. And after the game, we were walking back, walking out of the arena. And he looked at me and said, Kevin, you ever think about getting back in the business? Would you want to get back in? And he was kind of reaching out to me to see how I felt about it. You know what I mean? And uh, I was like, at the time, my son was just born, K.J. And... I don't, I didn't, at the time, I could have left Chaminade and and probably gotten back in the business and be making a ton of money right now, and and no telling word, I I might be a head coach at that level right now, but because of my son, there was no way I was going to leave my son. He was just born, um, and I wanted to be a part of his life. That's what we well, need from I, fathers. If That's, I got back in that cottage game, I'd be traveling, recruiting, and I would miss out on the important times of my my, my, my son's life.
0: You bet. Coach, I want to backtrack a little bit on some of the – first of all, what's your impression of the summer league now? What did you like what, – what's your biggest impression of it?
3: I've been, I've been keeping – I've been watching it, and I like what I see right now. I like the young talent coming up. I really do. I think it's some, again, just talking about the future of the league, I think it's in good hands because of what I'm saying. The kids, are, even Chet Hungrum, who sat out of year last year, I like what he's doing right now. Mm-hmm. The big kid, Wimby, yeah, he was under a lot of pressure his first well, night. Uh, that have... first night, he, he succumbed to that. You can see it. He wasn't ready to play. Mm-hmm. But that second night, oh, you saw what he can do. It's there.
0: The big, the big story today on the NBA show is that he's too skinny. And all the players that were there, Perk and the other guys, say he may be thin. He just needs to get stronger. Do you agree with that?
3: I'm in total agreement with it. And I, I got a story about this. Again, yeah. the great freak in Milwaukee. Again, John Hammond is a good friend of mine. He was a general manager of the Milwaukee Bucks. And I was at training camp this particular fall. And I'm sitting in John Hammond's office, and lo and behold, this kid, talking about the Greek freak, walks in his office. He had just arrived at the Bucks training facility in Milwaukee, right? And he looked like a little kid. <laughs> I mean, in the face and his arms, and legs, skinny, just like Wimpy. <laughs> and John Hammond looked at me and said, Gavin, he's gonna be a great one. But you never. But when he first got to Milwaukee, he was so skinny, looking like him, Wimby. But his body matured. They
0: got him on a weight program, and look what he's doing now in the league. Coach, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. What do you think about them shutting him down from the summer league? I personally think it's a good idea because you don't want to get this
3: kid hurt. He played in that that European League. All those games, he's been playing a lot of games. I know a lot of people would disagree with that because they want to see the kid play. But well, you are talking about an investment here. You know the, the, the NBA is how much money they're gonna pay him. I don't know, but they're investing a lot of money in this kid. And at some point, they got protected. When it comes
1: to game I mean, time, game time in the in the season, how would you utilize this this young man? Because he seems to be that last night. Or when was I watching? Was the night before? He, he was actually
3: running the point at, at some time. Oh, yeah. So how would you utilize him, Coach? Yeah, he's got those kind of skills. And I'm sure Greg Popovich, he's watching, he's sitting in those stands. I'm sure he's saying this, he's thinking the same. That kid's got skills. Ball handling, shooting, out to the three-point range. And then, once he develops and gets stronger, I saw some his, I mean, taking care of rim protecting. He blocks shots. Mm-hmm. He's a rim protector. I'm uh, you need that in the NBA.
2: Coach, after his first game there's a lot of people out there concerned about his potential. Uh is there any concerns that uh he could turn into a Rudy Gobert type player or is his offensive skills just that good that he's going to be a better player than that?
3: Oh, he's he's tons. He's going to be a lot better than Rudy Gobert. Uh, that's and a that's a no brainer. This kid's got skills, man. Uh, yeah. He he protects he's a rim protector like Rudy, mm. but Rudy doesn't have the skills this kid's yes. got. He can't shoot the three.
0: He can, he can You shoot, he can shoot. You can do. You can do everything.
3: Got, he can do everything, and I hate using that word potential
0: mm.
3: because to me potential means you haven't done a damn thing. Mm. Oh, <laughs> this kid's this kid has put the
0: work in. This portion of the show is brought to you by the Fresh uh, Lementello. Matter of fact, Joe Frester just brought in a bottle for That's us. It's a good to looking, sample. Good good bottle looks awesome. Good looking man. bottle looks like a woman. It's a good looking bottle. I'll take two of those bottles. We got them. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm, go, we, I, I'm jumping around a lot, but I got to do this because I like having your own coach. What's, yeah. your, what's your take? Thank you, Joe Fresta. What's your take on the John Morant situation? He's been accused of doing that, which I don't think. Well, I don't know what he did He didn't break any laws. He didn't break any laws. What's your What's your take on what's been happening with this kid for the past year?
3: John Moran's a heck of a talent. We all know that. He's a generational type of kid, but again, he's the, the the crowd he's been hanging around. Mm-hmm. I think he's got he's got. If he doesn't change his environment, the, the people he hang around, he's gonna he, he's gonna continue. It's going to continue in his life he's got to change that his friends and I'm not saying he's got to dish his friends but his friends got to, at, at the same time got to understand i'm up, I'm at a different level now mm-hmm. I'm up here with Michael Jordan yes you don't hear Michael Jordan getting in trouble like this I'm at that level right now I've got to keep, not get rid of you but put you in a
0: certain place.
3: Does
0: coach. that make sense? Yes. Co- uh, coach. Co- coach did one thing. W- w- real quick, Joe. Joe, Coach did one thing with me. He coached my one of my nephews, and my nephew was hanging with the wrong crowd. That's Carlton Thomas. Carlton Thomas hung with the wrong crowd. Matter of fact, he went to college and hung with the wrong crowd. I don't know you. Mm. I'll say this. Here what happened. Uh, got an altercation with a guy with some racial words and got stabbed. Ooh. Yep. Okay? Yep. And he doesn't mind me saying this, but you look out for the kids no matter who they are or where they are, don't you?
3: Yes, I do. I was just on the phone with Carlton. I FaceTimed him because one of his best friends, Cam Bevel. Lucky Land Casino,
1: asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky?
3: who just got shot and killed, Mm -hmm. who was a heck of a basketball player in Mm U-City. And I reached out to Carlton and FaceTimed. I said, Carlton, get out of U-City and get back in school. (laughs) And he told me, he said, Coach, I am. I'm going to get I said, whatever you do, get out of U-City now and get back in school. Take a couple of classes early, but please get out. Mm. He told me Sunday he's going to go back. He told me he would. He needs to. Yes, he does. That's again. He's one of those kids. Uh, once, once Carlton figures it out, he's got the athletic ability like a Jason Tatum, but he's got to work on his skill set and turn that motor on and keep that motor on for the, every minute he's on the floor. If Carlton would do that and dedicate dedicate himself to the game, he's got a chance to make some money somewhere.
1: Yep. Coach when you have a, a young man that comes into your program and he he is doing some things that aren't part of uh everybody's you know normal life if he's out there running the streets or doing something like how do you try to make them change and what do you say to them especially if they want to be a ball player for Coach Lee
3: They got to grow up I tell them, quick, for you got you got you got mature faster than a normal kid in your school because you don't look like the normal kid in your school. When you go to class, you look next door to you, next door that desk next to you. You don't look like that kid. That kid may look like a nerd. You look like an athlete, which brings which brings a big responsibility. I told Tatum, I told Bill that exact thing in the eighth grade. That's what I conveyed to them, and they took they mm-hmm. took a hold of it. And they bought into it, and they, that's why they made varsity as freshmen. Because they were mature. Make sense? Makes a lot of Absolutely.
2: sense.
0: Co-
2: uh, they have to grow up and mature as, as kids. Uh, coach, I know we talked about John ja Morant. Uh, can we talk about uh, Zion and uh, what do you think about Zion and his his uh, potential of possibly uh, – eating his way out the league, what do you do when you have a player? Can you look at a player and can you tell as a coach if he truly loves the game? Loves the game. You can tell, but Zion is different.
3: That's that word potential again. Mm. You know what I mean? I don't like that word. Zion's got that that word potential shouldn't apply to him. Make sense? It shouldn't apply Mm -hmm. to him because he he's a player. Yes. What Zion's gotta do, he's gotta commit to a nutritionist, get his butt in shape and stay in shape, and then commit to that other that that, that porn stuff again. Charlie, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. That porn. Yeah. He's involved in porn girls. Mm. He got mm. he got to get away from that crap, <laughs> which is which is hard to do some damn time. Yeah, especially, <laughs> especially when you're young. When already, when the NBA's giving him about two hundred million already, yeah. it's hard. But he's got to get away from the porn girls
0: and let that stuff uh, quit leading his life. That is almost like a drug. I'm serious. Mm -hmm. Matter of fact, sometimes, Coach, it's worse than a drug. Charlie, (laughs) it hadn't lost a fight. It's a
3: a heavyweight champion (laughs) of the world. (laughs) You do crazy things.
0: Hey, Charlie, defeated. Charlie, Charlie, it has knocked the hell out of all of us. Yes, it has. <laughs> got me down mm-hmm. 10 count. <laughs> knocked us out. Matter of fact, I, knock, I got Charlie. knocked out about three years ago. Down for the count. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you.
3: But if you don't put it in its right place, it can ruin you.
0: Oh heck, yeah. oh, heck yeah. We're smart enough to put it in its right place. You know, our mothers taught us when we were young young men that this was coming. coming. But like you said, when it comes at you, sometimes you can't avoid it. You can't avoid it. You can't. <laughs> you can't avoid it. So he's got to figure
3: that part out. One, nutritionist, stay in shape, and then let that porn stuff go.
0: Girls are going to be there. Oh, my That's God. a given. Oh, hey, let me tell you something. As old as I am, I meet women. All the time. Matter of fact, coach, I will say this and Joe knows it, Tom. I meet more women now being old as I am than I met in my entire life. Every night. Every night life. now. And but I even but I've learned now. I'm very cautious. When it's too easy, it's rotten. You know what I mean, coach? Exactly. <laughs> exactly right. Hard to do. <laughs> Hey, one, 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 go ahead, Joe. I'm no, sorry. One, one question I want to ask you, and we're going to jump around again. Like we said, my guest tonight is Coach Calvin Lee, uh, new coach of Hazelwood Central. You were just named to a Hall of Fame, some kind of award you just got also. Is that right? Hall of
3: Fame, I'm a, a Chaminade in the state of Missouri.
0: Wow. That, that's a good – let me say this. And I'll say this. But, you, you don't have to make a comment. I understand. Coach, you're African-American coach, black player coach. You do not get enough recognition in the state of Missouri from the people that you have coached. I hear about the Morgan whoops all around the country. I know they won this and won that. You've done this and done that. And like you said, these players, Bill, Tatum, Lee, they're still your players right now, aren't they? Oh yeah, they're my players,
3: and again, and again, I I had Bill for all four years, David Lee all four years, but I left Tatum after one year. I mm-hmm. have you know, that freshman year because I had to go, but they they understand that one year I had with him and Tyler Cook and those kids, mm-hmm. it was the best year of their life.
0: I remember the first time I saw Tyler Cook, I said, "This guy's gonna jump to the roof of the building." <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> But he's playing on T. He's on ESPN
3: right now yep. with the Milwaukee Bucks, and he's dunking that thing. I said, "Look at him go!" Mm-hmm. But here's the deal: as a freshman, that kid was soft as a marshmallow.
0: Hmm.
3: I used to beat him every day with that football dummy in practice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you see Tyler Cook walking down the street today, or you see him in the airport, just say "dummy," he'll start shaking.
0: <laughs> How do you tough? Wait, cause the- how do you toughen up a kid that's soft?
3: Exactly what I just said. time he goes up soft, I still do it today, Charlie. I take a kid because I can't stand softness. <laughs> I take a football dummy. And I've already reached out to the football coach at Hazelwood Central. I say, I need a couple of dummies. Get them to me. Because when they go up soft, I take them to the side rim and start beating them up with it.
1: (laughs) You can teach that. You
3: can teach some toughness, can't you, Coach? You can teach toughness, yeah. And I I learned that from Tommy. I love Tommy Izzo. Tommy Izzo at Michigan State, God, God Almighty, he's one of the toughest coaches around. He yells at his players. He gets them ready. But he puts football
2: pads sometime on those kids, and they go at it. I love it. Uh, coach Lee, uh, did you have uh, your hands on uh, Jordan Goodwin at all? And what do you think uh, he can do with the Phoenix Suns over there with Bradley Beal?
3: I never had my hands on Jordan Goodwin. He's one. Of, he's he's the type of kid that I would love to coach because I watched him at St. Louis University, and he was all he was one of those kids who played hard, played hard. For so the time he was on the court, the time he got off, and he's always on the offensive boards. He 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 he, would, he probably led the team. And offensive rebounds. I love that kid. And that's what's got him in the NBA, his work ethic. Mm-hmm. And Travis Ford, if I could tell you the same, his work ethic. He plays hard. You can't keep him off the court.
0: No, no matter how long I've been in sports, the first thing every pro player tells me, from Walter Payton to Clyde Drexler, my most important coach was my high school coach. He He set the technique, and you believe in that too, don't you?
3: Yes, I do. I know there's a lot of people involved in all these players' lives today, and I get that. It's a totally different day than it was back in the day where the high school coach had total control of that kid when it comes to recruiting, academics, everything. It's a different landscape now. It's just there's so many people in in these kids' ears, whether good or bad, that's kind of like pushing the – trying hard to push the high school coach down that ladder. You know what I mean?
0: Mm
2: -hmm. Uh,
3: They're not not as important as uh, as they used to be back in the day.
2: Uh, Coach, with that being said, uh, how do you feel about the uh, two players in the top five this year in the NBA draft or drafted from overtime elite? Uh, Do you have any opinions on the overtime elite and players taking that route to try to make it to the NBA?
3: Hey, I'm all for it. Again, these kids, they're, they're making money. You know what I mean? They're, they're getting paid. And one of the coaches there with Overtime Elite is a St. Louis guy. You guys know him, Charlie. Right. Corey Frazier. Oh, I know oh, Corey. Yeah, yeah. I know Corey Railroad. Yeah. He yeah. yeah, took on a job. He's one of yeah, the guys yeah. down there. He's one of the, the trainers there with Overtime Elite, one of the coaches. And he does a phenomenal job with those guys. So again, I'm all for it. But I know Corey and his background. I know he 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 means well, you know what I mean. So again, I, I'm all for I'm not having anything against overtime. I love it as long as you mean being well for the kids, and that's what they're all about. They're all about the kids,
0: coach. Let's talk about Bradley Bill. He was just recently traded uh, to the Phoenix Suns. Uh, he's a loyal player when he was with Washington. How do you think that team's going to do with those three guys that all score?s
3: it's a good question, man. I can't wait to see it unfold. But, it, but again, I've told people this. I, knowing Brad the way I know him, I think Brad's an ultimate team player. When he was with John Wall, he 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 showed you that he can play off the ball. Mm-hmm. But Bradley's can play on the ball. When John Wall got hurt, he took over point guard responsibilities, mm-hmm. and that goes back to his high school bringing. Because I'm going to tell you this story. We won a state championship his sophomore year in high school, right? Right. But we had a point guard by the name of Brandon Lockhart no, who went on to jury and had a great great, great career at jury and played pro ball in Europe for many years. Mm-hmm. After he graduated, I needed a point guard. Mm-hmm. I inserted Brad at the point guard his junior year in high school. And he started being recruited, right, did a great job at point. Pick and roll situation. Learning learning how to make reads and make a make the proper passes, and then take over the game when he needed to. But Carl Nix, and you—that name sounds familiar, Charlie. Yes, sir. Started in point guard at Indiana State with Larry Bird. He's now a scout with the Indiana Pacers. Hmm. Good friend of mine. When when Bradley was a junior, and this is when, and then Carl Nix called me up one day. And Carl Nix told me, he said, Coach, I was in your gym twice Bradley's junior year, and I didn't even know it.
0: Hmm.
3: Coach, he said, I sat there and I watched Brad, and I fell in love with him then playing the point guard.
0: Uh-huh. Unbelievable. Play. Coach, I'm, I'll say this to you right now. When high school basketball season comes around, we want to have to try to get you on at least uh, at least twice a month to talk about the season and what you're doing and other teams. I hope you can do that. And by the way, this interview tonight will be on our podcast tonight if you would like to hear it. It's available for anyone in the city of St. Louis to listen to. And I'll always thank you for being a friend of mine over the years because we've got some stories we can't say on the radio, Coach.
3: (laughs) Oh, no, I got you on that. No, no, no. You can't do that.
0: <laughs> It'll be in
3: the book. No, no, no. We no, got to keep our credibility here, buddy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Hey, I want to talk about one coach here in St. Louis that I know you respect, and he's going to go a long way in his career. That's Coach Corey Tate, assistant head coach at St. Louis University. Yes. He's going a long way. Good coach, guy, isn't he?
3: Corey Tate's a good guy. I remember I recruited Corey Tate when he was in, in, in uh, high school. Mm-hmm. Out of Pattonville, remember? Oh, right. And I was at St. Louis U with Spoon. Mm-hmm. And and then again, I thought we had him because his grandmother lived right down the street from St. Louis U on Grand Avenue. And I thought we had him, but Spoon, the day he came in for a visit, Spoon sent me on a recruiting trip somewhere and put him under the hands of Randy Stange. I said, Spoon, no, I need to be with this guy. <laughs> so again... But here comes Norm Stewart. Mm -hmm. Norm Stewart comes in and Spoon looked at me and says, Calvin, you can forget about him. (laughs) 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 What what, what was uh, Norm's assistant coach back then? Daly. Yeah, Rich, Rich, Dale. Oh, the Slick Rich Oh, Slick Rich Richdale. <laughs> we called him Slick Rich. Slick Rich, that's and, right. And, and when Slick Rich came in, was it. oh, he was done. It was a done deal. He was going to Mizzou. <laughs> but we had, but we had, a, we established a great relationship with with Corey.
0: Yep, because you can help and it down Corey,
3: the road. When I was at Chaminade, he used to, he got his start. Charlie, this is a story. He was selling T-shirts at the time. Really. Yeah, when I was at Chaminade, he was selling T-shirts. He called me up. I said, Corey, you know, come on in here, man. I'll buy some T-shirts. I'll give you the business because I love you, man. <laughs> and he remembers that. We, we've been, we we've been friends forever. Yeah. As a matter of fact, Uri Collins, he was making decisions to go to SLU or Iowa. Mm-hmm. Corey called me up and said, Coach, I need your help. I said, what's going on, man? He said, well, we're bringing Travis Ford. We're bringing Uri in for an official visit. And Uri told him, I'm not doing anything unless Coach unless Coach Lee's with me. Hmm. So he said, I want you to come over to, to Travis Ford's house tonight. And spent some time with Yuri and talked to him. I said, I got you, Corey. Don't worry about it, man. So I went over to Travis Ford's house, and Yuri and I had a great talk. Because he was leaning towards Iowa. Sherman Dillard, the assistant coach, had done a great job of recruiting him. And, I, and I, after I got done talking to Yuri that night, he went down and spent some time with Travis in his office. He committed to slew.
0: Great. <laughs> Those are the things you never forget, Coach. Thank you very much for joining us. We're gonna be doing this you, quite a bit more. I got you, Charlie. Charlie, I know I've talked too damn much. No, 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 no. You never talk too much on my on a talk show. No, not a talk show. That's no, what we right. like. That's what we like, Coach. <laughs> <me, Charlie. laughs> I can
3: tell you ready to get rid of me. Oh, I no. this is seven o'clock. It's the top of the hour. It's, oh, top the, hour. Good, it's the top of the hour. That's oh, the top of the hour. I was gonna oh, just say what go to a commercial. Hey, Coach. Before I let
1: you go, you had your hip done. Yeah. He gone. And your old coach that you coached with at St. Mary's, one of your assistants, had his knee done the other day. Bruce Romine, Coach Romine. Really? Yes, he did. So give him, give him a call and tell him to get well soon. <laughs>
3: well, i got to reach out to Bruce. Okay, he's a good guy. He is, he is.
1: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
0: A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh?
1: Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino.